0: Hey, guys, we're back at it. We know it's been a while and we have a lot to catch up on. Welcome to our Mother's Day edition 2023.
1: Yeah. And on this episode, we unfortunately have to talk about more mass shootings. And, you know, last show we dedicated to our family member, nine year old Tiana Major, who tragically lost her life to gun violence. Well, our grandfather is here to talk about how the family is coping, and we'll be sharing that interview with you in just a minute.
0: Yeah, and it's so unfortunate that, uh, that this keeps happening. Um, and also on this episode, we continue with our check-in, entertainment, and our sports segments, uh, what we're reading, and much, much more.
1: And I am Reggie the Boomer.
0: And I'm Armandi the Millennial, and you know we are back at it like a crack. Ooh, haven't said that
1: in a while, so. Oh, man, it has been a while. Um, Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Thank you, Dangerfield Newbies and Jamal Lockman for providing our theme music. Oh, every time. Every time, man. They're great. They're great. Check them out. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers and aunties and grandma moms and, and yeah yeah
0: that's facts yeah. dog moms yeah. too i mean you know yeah. not exactly the same thing but you know we get no, it, it. we get it
1: yeah it's uh it's all the mothers out there we want to say how much we love you and how much you mean yeah. to us so yeah uh, so yeah shout to out to here.
0: my mom as well as my mom-in-law i have two moms now so. oh that's right
1: yeah yeah it's just your and, first mother's day with a mother-in-law
0: this is true. And also, uh, shout out to my grandmother-in-law. I guess that's also, a, I mean, uh, yeah, you know, she's a yeah, mom. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. shout out to her. Yeah. Oh, we had yeah. shout out to Nia. She is also a mom to Winston, which is yeah. our dog okay. again. All right. I'm just saying. Dog mom. Not This is <laughs> yeah. not a yeah, mom, announcement mom. for anything, <laughs> just so we're clear. Okay.
1: Yeah. She's not pregnant. Yeah. So. Got you. Got you. And, and, and shout out to... Kind of our surrogate mom, uh, Lou Everett yep. Napper. Yep, Sister out Napper. Shout to her. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just turned, turned ninety eight uh, last week, so happy birthday! Yeah. Happy uh, birthday to her. We'll uh, get her a copy of the show so she can so she can listen. Tell her where to listen. She's got grandchildren. Yeah. She's got grandkids. Yeah, well, uh,
0: they'll, they'll figure it out. Hopefully. Yeah. So
1: we are doing this a little differently. Uh, normally, we are doing this from the Boomer and Millennial Island, right yeah. in our kitchen. But now we uh, got a little distance between us, huh? Like
0: yeah. You know, we out, out here on the West Coast, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Go West, young man. And yeah. young woman. <laughs> right.
0: And young dog. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to think about Winston. Right. It's um, like the Billy yeah. and
1: Billy's, right? <laughs> That's what it looks this like. Cool. You- yeah, yeah. So for it's those of cool you so far who don't know, and that's kind of the reason we've had sort of this hiatus, if you will. First of all, armandy has been working on a project that just ended. But in doing that, he got invited to work on one of the more popular shows on Netflix. Yeah. The Upshaws. Yeah. So you get to work with the showrunner who also yeah. happens to be your Aunt Regina.
0: Yes. Yeah. She's yeah. the best. She's the best yeah. uh, overall boss. I've yes, ever had right.
1: probably. Yeah, no, right. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. So you're staying with her, you and Nia, um, and yes. Winston.
0: Yeah, we yeah. are staying with her and her two dogs, Allie and Finley. Hmm. Um, so Winston also has company as well, which is nice. But yeah, you know, just staying out here, been working on the show for the past couple months, and it's been a cool experience. Uh, unfortunately, my last day was yesterday. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um and we'll get into that, I'm sure. But uh, but yeah, it's just been a cool experience. The weather was nice when we first got out here. It was raining, so that wasn't really the best. But it's cool. I like the the West Coast. It's nice. I'm not very fond of the traffic, though. Traffic is worse in Atlanta. I hate driving here. But that's what's up. Really? Been, so
1: I didn't think any. Yeah, I mean, I've driven in LA traffic. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's it's, it's, brutal, it's, but... it's a lot more
0: stop and go, and then it's a lot of it is just volume. Like at least yeah. in Atlanta. It may be volume, but a lot of times it's somebody who's dumb can't drive. There's an accident, whatever. Right, right. There's construction, that. yeah. Kind whatever. Of up, yeah. Here it's just people driving. It, it's yeah. just it's just people. It's just the amount of people, <laughs> and I can't stand it. But you know, other than but that, it's
1: been good. But your commute is not as long as some it's others. An, well, right? yeah. I, I mean, mean, it
0: depends. It could either either be anywhere between eighteen minutes to thirty five. So you know, it's it's a gap so
1: for L. A. That's not bad.
0: Yeah, but for work, getting to the airport takes way too long. So, yeah, it's how how
1: is it? How is it now going from, you know, this detective mystery sort of drama to a multicam comedy show? So much Um,
0: easier. Yeah, so much easier. Yeah, it's just a lot more fast paced. It's taped in front of a live audience uh, on one day and then they only shoot two days a week. They rehearse the first two shoot the the next two so that's you know Wednesday they shoot some stuff and then Thursday they'll shoot in front of the live audience mm-hmm. and then by you know Friday boom it's time for the next episode you know what I right. mean so I, I like that I like the the fast-pacedness of it it's it's um, not as tough not as tough everything's a lot quicker so Have you got to still efficient
1: though? Still efficient. Right. Right. Well, it has to be. Yeah. To to make it. Have you met any of the stars on the show or. Yeah. 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 You
0: know, I've met majority of them. Mike Mm -hmm. Epps is pretty cool. Wanda Sykes Mm -hmm. and Kim Fields. Um, You know, I was working on the production side and then was fortunate enough to fill in for the writer's PA a couple of times and then eventually became the writer's PA for the remainder of the show. Um, and in doing so, I had to highlight Kim's script, uh, yeah, which is very yeah. cool. That sort of thing in print, you know, Mike Epps gets a special script. So we had to print those out right, and, right. and everything like that. But yeah, I've, I've met him and, and also been there doing the live shows, which is the energy is crazy and it's hilarious. And you should watch it when it comes out. I think it's dropping in August. The new season, okay. is, I think, is dropping in August.
1: Wow. So Exciting. Exciting. And you've been out there.
0: by the way, like it, oh, it's an okay. exclusive. I, I don't know yeah. if that's like general knowledge, but I just dropped it on the podcast. Oh, well, so.
1: Look for it. So, yeah. Yeah. And you've been out there for this is going on two months and you and Nia, your wife, obviously have decided to stay out a little longer. You're coming back mm-hmm. um, in the fall. You've been back a couple of times, right? You shot a wedding yeah. here. So you've been by coastal yeah. for like three weeks. You were coming like every other I look up yeah. and you were flying in Yeah. your favorite airline, Spirit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, where well you pay for where well the flights may be cheap, but you, you pay for it in other ways. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um that's yeah, been a whole that's me. been a whole thing. So the whole experience, uh Yeah. Yeah, it's um, cheap to get from
1: from the West Coast here, but you yeah. know they had actually off duty police officers at each gated spirit. I'm when not I surprised. That, when I heard that, I was like, "Are you kidding me? What do you need an off?" Then then they showed a video of a pregnant woman beating up on somebody. And yeah, it's it's, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's
0: a whole thing. I am not surprised whatsoever. Um, that is a trip. But yeah, yeah, I've you know I've been. Uh, coming back and forth to Atlanta. I know, you know, we were just there yeah, to celebrate for, with Aunt Regina. Uh, yes, her congratulations. Award, yeah, um, yeah. Which was, you would know exi- what the name of the award is.
1: Yeah, well, she was named a uh, Grady Fellow, yeah. which is is sort of like the Hall of Fame, if you will. Kinda, okay, sorta, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. talk.
0: Yeah, 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 okay. <laughs>
1: for the Grady College of Journalism and Mass Communications at the University of Georgia. Yeah. Um I was inducted into the fellowship yeah, last yeah. year. Not yeah I'm not bragging, I'm just saying, you know.
0: No, 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 and, no, no. Uh, we just, you know, we right. were giving and you and our Regina your flowers. Right. That's all. Yeah.
1: She was inducted this year. Um, we were in our the first sibling inducted yeah. yeah, the fellowship. So that was real cool. Yeah. Uh we both had our
0: medals on and and um Yeah, it was a cool experience. It was you a know, nice being able experience. to go. Yeah. Last year and also this year and just celebrate yeah. both of you. Guys. I mean, we'll yeah. you know celebrate on Regina this time and celebrate you last year and yeah, I, um, you know.
1: And, and to be honest with you, I had more fun this time simply because it, you know it was Regina, which was great. But I yeah. didn't have to speak, do a I didn't speech,
0: have to yeah, speech
1: and all of that. I mean, it yeah. just sit back.
0: You could just chill and, and just celebrate and, yeah.
1: and you know and.
0: Enjoy the Enjoy trip, wagon. the little, little yeah. car ride, yeah, in the Wagoneer. Yeah,
1: yeah. in the Wagoneer. yeah, the that big thing body wagoner bus, right? Like, exactly. You, know, you had to be careful when you stopped at a light because people would try to get on. You know, what I mean? <laughs> boo, like,
0: boo. It wasn't big, okay. In the transit car, I like, was like, <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> Open the door.
1: <laughs> that's kind of funny. In this uh, the express bus kind of to Athens, yeah. like, no, man, this is a Wagoneer. You know, no oh, more Yeah. It was always good to go back. And Regina had been yeah. back in years. So it was really. Yeah, I'm
0: sure it was a great, great experience, experience for, her. for her. It'd be crazy uh, if honor. I went there and then also was in the same department. Yeah. And then I became a fellow. What? Yeah.
1: Oh, that man. Wild. That be wild. Didn't go there, you know, though. So it's yeah. not going to happen. But that's nah, okay. you can still get your master's and your doctor. Who knows? Down yeah, the we'll, road. Uh, we'll see what Who happens. Knows. Who knows down the road? But we it was at the um, Athena Film Studios, which are new studios that are built. Yeah. In Athens, really cashing Which in pretty on cool. all the production that's going on.
0: Yeah. Ah, probably, yeah, you know, being not too, too, too far away from Atlanta as well.
1: Right, right. And I say production that's going on, and in most cases, what's going on? Because,
0: oh, the right yeah, strike. As I'm sure you've heard, yeah, yeah the WGA is on strike, people. Mm. Writers Guild of America. Yeah, it's a lot going on out here in LA. I mean, there's picket lines um, and everything outside of studios every day. You know, when the strike happened, I was still working up until yesterday. um, And the strike happened, I think, on the 1st or the 2nd. So trying to get in to work has been a lot uh, if you get there past nine, uh, because that's when the pickets start yeah, yeah. Uh, but it also looks bad because it's also like mm, sorry guys listen I'm just a PA you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. I just gotta like I got a few more days and I'll be out I'm here no with a, you you know what I mean so, I'm no executive I'm not coming in I'm yeah, not trying yeah, you to know what I'm, saying? Like, I'm not trying right. to withhold money from you I think I you know I stand in solidarity you. of course right. and yeah I think you know you're starting to see members of the DGA the Directors Guild of America as well as They're SAG so you know yeah. the actors as a matter um, of fact you
1: got something from SAG today so I don't know um, oh, okay it says something about voting so uh yeah might, they're I mean, always
0: you know sending stuff about things voting you for have, different things because yeah. you're, you're a member saying so
1: screen Actors yeah. deal. and yeah. so your deal is coming up the director's deals are coming up yeah so and so a lot of people are hoping that like
0: a lot of people are hoping that when you know that gets settled that the wga will also like come to an agreement as well with the mm-hmm. uh you know, the higher ups right, and right, everything right. that, you yeah. know, want to pay them more money. Like it, if you don't know what it's about, it's really about getting uh, residuals and revenue from streaming. Yeah. Uh, back in 07, uh, there was another writer's strike that lasted about a hundred days and it was initially the same thing, but instead of streaming, it was DVD DVDs. Sales. Right. Um, so it's it's interesting to see that, you know, how far we've come from that. I mean, I, I'm i not really surprised because it, it makes sense like for the strike back in 07. And now instead of, DVDs because we don't use those anymore. Now you have streaming and that whole thing. And 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 it's so I stand in solidarity. Pay them their money, what they what they owe. And you know, there's also a whole AI sort of like situation going on um with AI sort of writing scripts and trying to combat that. And I I I just think it's crazy how like AI was really something like four or five years ago, AI was really like something that we were like, yeah you know we understand it's we understand it's closer to the present than like you know we would see on tv and things like that but like we're we're really out here having people strike because of ai and like having music industries put up parameters for people making music through ai like this is ridiculous like i get it i definitely see the benefit but like this is like irobot yeah, All right, yeah, man. Yeah. maybe not iRobot, but, but like
1: but I you know what? I think I think the the writers in particular say fool me once. Because here's the thing. Yeah. I remember sixteen years ago, I still have my Riders on Strike t shirt, which I will rep I do every
0: Friday. So yeah, they, they, got, they got they got it's new ones. Get now. And everything. Yeah, I yeah, saw I somebody the other one. day with your yeah. shirt on. Oh, really? And I yeah. was like, I wanted to be like, and I was out there too. I was out yeah. there kind of handing out snacks to them. Yeah, okay. Um, and right. I was sort of like, mm, I wanted to stop them and be like, man, I remember that one. I right. remember that one. That's how I know <laughs> how long one. you've been doing this. Yeah, you had one. Yeah.
1: And, and your arm, Regina has been out picketing and, and going back and forth. And I've seen, she says she's walked six, seven miles a day. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. She's, but, she's, you know, she's, she'd be out there. But,
1: you know, for them, they, they realize that they spent so much time on negotiating DVDs the, the motion picture folk, the, the higher ups knew that streaming was heading down the road and it just kind of went under the radar. Right. Nobody was even thinking about streaming 16 years ago, but people in the business way up knew that that was going to that was coming. And I think what the writers are saying now is, look, we are not y'all are not going to bamboozle us this time around with this yeah. AI thing, because this Why? AI thing is real. I have Grammarly, you know, which is this software that corrects your writing, you know, it gives you suggestions mm-hmm. and things like that. Well, now they're beta testing an AI version. Like if you get an email from somebody go you know, read the email and then you can say, I want to, I want the response to be assertive. I want the response to be pleasant, crazy. you know, and then you hit the button and it writes
0: the response for you. <laughs> crazy.
1: And I can't tell you how I many times I hit that button. It's like insert and it's <laughs> it's amazing. And here's the thing it's becoming intuitive because I've noticed that I've had to uh, not change emails as much as I did initially when I started. Now mm. it's almost verbatim the way I would write in response to an email and not, not a long, drawn out kind of email, but a short yeah. email, you know, acknowledging or confirming a meeting or something like that. It, it, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm like, yeah. and I can see why the writers would be scared
0: yeah. of this thing. Cause, yeah.
1: um, it, it, so it's it, a whole it, thing. It's, yeah, it's affecting
0: yeah. a lot of LA. You know, I'm still touching base with my people back in Atlanta, seeing how much it's affecting them. Not so much as of right now, but anything that doesn't have scripts that are already written, i.e. a movie or something yeah, episodic like that done. already has majority of the scripts written or all oh, the scripts it's, written, it's being done eventually yeah you know they're gonna run out of content to shoot so yeah you know who knows maybe yeah. this will be another rise of uh reality tv like it was back in 07 08 so
1: well hopefully we'll it won't last that long and hopefully not thing. if the directors and then the actors go oh, on yeah sorry, then it's all yeah. it's a done then deal it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's so, nothing that's going to be happening. and
0: and there's too much money to be had Um, to be made in this industry so I don't think that'll happen so I I give it I give it a couple months maybe because I think for the DGA and SAG that's around June or so Right. so we'll see what happens
1: slow months during the summer I can tell you that it's going to have a tremendous effect on Georgia now we're number three in film and TV production behind LA and New York so Uh, Where it didn't have much of an impact 16 years ago, it is going to have a real impact once, as you said, you know, once the script start running out and and it can't produce because we're more of a production state. Right. We don't really write and develop. I mean, this is where things get done. Once that stops, man, it is, you know. But anyway, man, I I know you're looking for other employment and trying to get, you know, make this thing work. And
0: we'll see what happens. You know, I might get a little summer job. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, look forward to seeing you again at the end of the month because you got uh, jury duty.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want. It'll yeah, right you know. It's so, just, uh, adulting. Yeah, yeah, I see. It better not take too long, to be honest yeah. with you. So,
1: I'm telling you, you know. just tell them which is a which is the truth. You are a uh, part of the media. When they, if you get to a point where you be, where you're interviewed for a particular trial. That normally just pretty much gets you disqualified. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so okay. I, I work in the media. Oh, okay. Well, you're got out you. Of here. So, yeah. So. Um, okay. But anyway, we'll it's an see. experience. It's an experience. Yeah. Um,
0: not really looking forward to it, but you know, got to do it anyway. Otherwise, I yeah. go to jail.
1: So. Yeah. So uh, I think we've gotten kind of caught up. As always, it's more about you than me. I don't have a whole lot to. It's not much I've got to say about what's happening, other than the fact that. We get to do this, um, yeah. Which I'm so happy that we were able to kind of hook up, hook up again, and and uh, get this thing done. You know, we continue in our in our news segment, if you will, to address mass shootings. We just had one here in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago. They're just happening, seems to be every day. And of course, our last episode we dedicated to our family member Tiana Major. A nine-year-old who tragically lost her life in, in gun violence uh, in Orlando. It was a national story because a news reporter was killed as well, and including another individual. They did find the perpetrator. He's been arraigned. And we thought it would be good to continue to address this, you know, we we've made this kind of an issue for Boomer and the millennial this year. And so we've invited uh, Tiana's grandfather, your uncle, Paul, and one of our biggest fans of the show, just to come on and talk to us about Tiana, uh, to talk to us about what's happening now, how the family's coping. Thank you for being willing to come on. Everybody talked about, including myself, about a nine year old with a legacy, but she actually did touch so many lives and that was that short amount of time. Um, that she does leave a legacy behind. You know, that being said, we'd love for you to just kind of share a little bit about Tiana. So people who are listening who know about the situation and what happened, but really
2: may not know a lot about Tiana as a person. Yes, you hit the nail on the head when you said she actually has a legacy. I mean, there were uh, a lot of things that as her grandfather, I didn't know about her myself. She was probably one of the sweetest little girls I've ever met in my life. And uh, naturally, I would be a little bit biased about that. I always have, since the day she was born, called her my sweet potato pie. And uh, I didn't realize how apropos that was until they had the memorial at her uh, elementary school. And you had the kids from her class come out and uh, each one gave their impressions of Tiana. All of them were positive to say the least, but I think the most impactful one was when they uh, read what her aspirations were for the upcoming if she had made it to her uh, adult life. And those were so profound she wanted to make sure that every kid had something to eat. She wanted to make sure that the homeless had places to stay. This at nine years old, she's uh, thinking about other people. When at that age, I know me myself, I was uh, somewhat selfish, if you will. It was me, me. We all were. I never saw her run into a conflict with anyone, and she had a few here and there that she didn't handle with uh, grace and uh, a thought about how other people felt. Once again, it was a little bit uh, astounding to me. She had at one time a conflict with the uh, gymnastics team that she was on. And uh, when they moved her up to another level, she joined a bunch of girls that had been together for a while and uh, they did not want to include her in the group. And uh, one little girl was basically, as it always is, the mean girl in the bunch, if you will. She told her, well, your name doesn't fit with the rest of the girls in the group, so uh, we're, not going to call you whatever their little nickname was for the group. And she proceeded to go out and show them that basically she was the best gymnast in the group and carried the team until it got to the point that uh, they all loved and adored her. Now, being a protective grandfather, I asked her, you want me to come out there and straighten it out? And she said, no, don't worry about it, granddaddy, I got this. And sure enough, she handled the situation. And uh, before you knew it, uh, they were all following her. So she showed a maturity, and that might be from being around older people, but she showed a maturity that you wouldn't find in most uh, girls her age.
0: You know, we've sort of been wondering, how's the family doing? How's everybody been coping with everything? Like, how how is everyone
2: yeah, it's been hard. It's been hard for everybody concerned. I mean, naturally, you don't expect to uh, outlive your children, let alone your grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And the way that the uh, incident occurred is makes it even more heinous when you get right down to it. Um, I think this Mother's Day is going to be uh, definitely hard for everyone concerned, particularly her mother, who was just here a little while ago when we were talking about Mother's Day. And uh, we have joined several organizations that try to live up to the legacy that we call her Punky. Her name is Tiana, naturally, but we call her Punky Punky Brewster. The organization is called uh, Yaya Strong. Her father called her Yaya. So the organization is named Ya Strong. And uh, okay, and last month for every third Sunday that comes, we go down to the homeless shelter and feed the homeless. We've been collecting clothes for uh, those that are seeking employment so that they'll have something decent to wear when they go for job interviews. We've joined with uh, Congressman Maxwell Frost and uh, several of the county commissioners, uh, Mayor Dyer, uh, we had a conference that was uh, televised here concerning gun violence. Uh, Congressman Frost is pushing an initiative to uh, try and get a handle on the gun violence that is going on in this country. I mean, every day you hear about another shooting and it's... Uh, It's tragic, not just for the families, but for the country itself. If it continues in the way that it's going, uh, you'll have uh, travel advisories to the United States, if you can imagine such a thing. Are
1: there there any new developments at all? And I know they
2: arrested the guy. Yes, he has been arraigned. And we just learned this week that... uh, they will be seeking life imprisonment for the uh, young lady that was shot that morning, and for the newscaster in the case of Tiana because she was under 12 years. I mean, over, under. I'm sorry, 12 under, years yeah. old. They're seeking the death penalty for, for her particular mm. case, and mm. so that came out just yes. this week. Yeah. I'm a little ambivalent about that one way or the other, because uh, Mm -hmm. I think it's more of a punishment to be incarcerated for the rest of your life than it is to uh, let you reflect on it and perhaps even have an opportunity to repent from uh, your actions and everything than it is. But as you all know, in this country, it can be 20 years, you 20 years before, right, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, they have all the evidence that they need to prove their case. Uh, Now, whether a jury of his alleged peers will uh, opt for the death penalty or whether the judge will bring that verdict back will uh, remains to be seen. One thing about it, uh, Governor DeSantis did just uh, passed legislation where it does not have to be a hundred percent for the jury; it can be eight out of ten, a uh, majority of the jury, because oh, wow. the law had changed where it had to be unanimous vote for the death penalty. And uh, he just had passed legislation to change that back to the way that it was before. So we will see how it goes. All uh, we can do is wait, and this can take years in itself. No, mm, yeah. And and it's that whole process that really kinda
1: you know, you have to revisit it and that's the you know, people I think we all see these things happen and there's a ripple effect that goes out among the family. I mean, I saw it, you know, in our family and and it doesn't just go away. I mean, other people may say, Oh, it's terrible and may even support and, and financially and you know, go fund me or something like that. And then after a week or so, and it leaves the news, people go on about their business and, and, um, but this has, every time this happens, it has an effect on, uh, a lot of people. It's, a, it's trauma, it is, it, it's, it's trauma level. The trauma levels may be a little, may be a little different, but, um, it's still there. And you made uh, some profound statements when you spoke at Tiana's celebration of life And I was just curious as to, you know, kind of what was what was on your heart at the time? What what were you thinking? What were you hoping to relay to everybody that was listening uh, when you when you spoke
2: of her and what kind of needs to happen in the future? Well, the way that I look at things and this young man uh, that committed this crime was uh, 19 years old. Now he had only committed a uh, misdemeanor marijuana charge after he turned 18 are old enough to be uh, adjudicated as an adult. And it occurred to me that having, I mean, being a criminal justice major myself, having a degree in criminal justice, I have visited the uh, juvenile justice as well as the uh, state penitentiary are in this area. And by far, I find the juvenile system here is worse than the uh, actual state prison because they put these young kids in a glassed-in enclosure and it's a more or less only the strong survive or uh, are treated with any regard by the other uh, people that are involved in there. They don't give them any hope. And when you take hope away from anything, you have effectively made it basically a killer because they don't care about themselves and they don't care about anybody else. When they took out, uh, in this state anyway, uh, like vocational schools or places where people could uh, earn themselves, learn to earn themselves a living other than a college degree or uh, the luck of a draw, if you will, because there are jobs out here. You can work at McDonald's or different places like that without having a degree. But even with two people in a household, you can't support your family with it. And when you don't give even the adult convicts any type of hope, You take away their rights. They can't vote, they can't this, they can't that. Nobody wants to give them a job because they have a criminal record. Now, if they do give them a job, then they want to treat them any kind of way because they feel like they can't get anything else. You have basically demoralized the human spirit. And when I was speaking at the uh, funeral for Tiana, naturally, uh, my first instinct was revenge if you will it's a natural human instinct i mean particularly in a case like this but i could clearly hear her say uh, no Granddaddy, that's not the way and as i sat and listened to other family members because our house became family central basically everybody came here to discuss and talk about what was going on i often heard family members say things like oh yeah i'll die for mine and it occurred to me that that's what the problem is, a part of what the problem is right there. Everybody such in a hurry to die for something. But are you in a hurry to live for anything? Live, yes. Right. Stop trying to die for your kids and live for them. Hmm. Spend some time with them. Teach them the values that they need to have. And don't just live for yourself. Live for them. They are, after all, your future.
1: Yeah, I think it it really rang true throughout the the church when you when you mentioned that. I think we all were moved by that, and it really uh, gave us pause to to think about really this whole situation, right? And 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 how do we how do we move beyond this? What do what you know? What are some of the things that we need to do? And I think you know what you brought to light was that this is a this is an issue that goes that runs deep. This is uh, systemic in, in, in so many different ways, particularly when it comes to people of color yeah. um, and, and years and years and years of, of uh, racism and, and just lack of opportunity. And, and so here we are now in 2023, and this is what has happened as a result. Nobody wants to talk about that. But to your point, everybody wants to put them in jail and then when they come out, first there's nothing that happens in jail that helps, right? Then they bring them back out, and then they go back in. So it's just this this, this cycle, a cycle, yeah. You know, and it's driving this prison machine right. that yeah. we that we see. Um, but I, I do have a question, you know, Paul. I know you're an avid gun owner, and and so you know, with that, how do you? How, because there's so much discussion about you know people who. Want to take your guns away and want to do this and 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 that's you know the solution is taking everybody's guns or that's that's the other side that's their argument right but I think there is a balance and you are kind of that balance if you will you you've seen both sides but you're able to kind of understand the equilibrium of it all and and how do, what's what's your thought process in that
2: well first off it's a uh, misnomer when they say that. Everybody wants to take their guns. It's not really what they want to do. They want responsible gun ownership. Now, being a Vietnam era vet, serving in the military, I had some experience with firearms and uh, the proper use of them, the respect for them. You would not, or you should not put a weapon in the hands or someone that has not been trained to use it because they don't understand the power behind it. They don't understand the consequences of pulling the trigger. A lot of times, and they blame it on all types of things. They say it's mental illness. They say it's uh, the video games and the violence on TV and this, that, and the other, but everything comes down to a choice. Whatever you do comes down to a choice. I know I had a uh, Situation coming home from prayer meeting the other night, they could have turned into a shooting incident. And I let the road rage person go on about their business. Now, most times when you see me, when I'm not in uniform at my job, where it is prohibited for me to carry on my job, I uh, have a weapon on me. But for that to make me insensitive to what is going on or as silly about something that didn't really cause any harm. I mean, I was the one that was cut off. And true enough, I made a statement to him about it. And uh, it was in m- more in concern about them almost running into the back of a truck and cutting sharply in front of me when they could have taken their time, gotten either behind me or stayed behind the truck until they could move on. And they wanted to hit their brakes in front of me and then stop totally while other cars passed. So I couldn't get around and this, that, and the other. Now I'll be the first one to admit if they had stepped out of their vehicle, they probably would have gotten shot because I don't know what their intentions were. And at that point, you are fearing for your life the way that things are going now. It hasn't helped situations that DeSantis has just passed that Anybody eighteen years old and older can carry without a concealed carry license. Yeah, we, we just passed yeah, I, that in, I, in Georgia. Right.
0: Yeah, I feel like I feel like a part of that is like there's so many things you can blame, right, for irresponsible gun right. use. But I, I something just screams like, Hey, frontal lobe not developed person like here's a gun that you can use like as long as you're not a felon but it's also like you're not even old enough to drink I don't know if I should you know what I mean like we won't give you legally you're not old enough to consume something that could end your own life but we can give you something that inadvertently or advertently can end someone else's life that just seems like a bad idea but you know (laughs) I digress so yeah
1: no no and that's and that's the crux of the problem. We're not going forward. We're kind of going backwards, right? I mean, this is reminiscent of the Wild Wild West, um, literally. I mean, you know, if I were to carry, I wouldn't have it out in the open. You know, and I don't think that's a good idea. But I've seen people, particularly since this law is passed, where, you know, they're, they've are they got it on their, on their hip, man, like this is the 1800s yeah. or I, well, I'm, I feel I'm coming like, into the OK Corral.
0: <laughs> I feel like part yeah. of that is also an ego thing. Yeah. It's very easy to have an ego when you have a weapon on you, right? But I feel like it says more if you if you have it but you choose not to use it. Like you could, but you know, if you have that restraint, that to me shows more power. Right. And also, I say this every time we bring this type of thing up. What happened to just throwing hands? Like, you know what I mean? People are so quick to, to like shoot somebody else. You know, back in the day, and I'm not a, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover, not a fighter. So don't get this twisted, you know, but back in the day, you know, you had an issue with somebody, you know, you're squaring up before, you know, you're pulling a gun out. You know what I'm saying? Now there's no more discussion. You could play pickup basketball and somebody dunk on you. And next thing you know, like, you go into the bag at the bleachers to shoot somebody, right? Like it's it's just become this whole thing, you know? And I, don't, so.
1: I don't think people really understand too, like you said, Paul, the responsibility. Um, when you pull a trigger on something, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause damage. A lot of people are still alive because people don't know how to use a gun, right? They have no training. They buy them. They put them in their pocket or whatever. And then when the first sign of trouble, they pull it out. And really, you know, it takes skill to be able to, to, to use a gun. It takes skill to, to use it properly. And I think that um, for most people, and you taught us that, I mean, you've taken us to the gun range and, you know, taught us about safety and, and those kind of, it's a huge responsibility. And then when you, to Armandi's point, when you're giving them to 18 year olds who can't even drink yet and they're... In their mind, it's just a matter of pulling it out and with no thought about the consequences. You know, it's it'd be interesting. Um, it'd be so helpful if, if you pulled out a gun to shoot somebody and everything that would happen with you pulling the trigger would be in your mind. I mean, like rewind, it would play it back in history. You know, you're going to jail, you're doing this and no family, da, 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 you know, and it shows you in in an instant, you know, what happens when you pull that trigger. Yeah. You know, you, nobody really understands the or won't deal with, like you said, it's a choice and they're not weighing those consequences on making. Yeah. It they a don't, choice. they
0: don't realize like your whole life changes after you pull that trigger. Like it, your life is not the same and it may be for until you get caught, but at some point in time, that one decision changes everything.
2: It, uh, it's not only that depending on your upbringing and, uh, uh, your moral compass. Everyone is not equipped to take a life. You. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It's not. Even a when you're in to danger with. To yeah, be honest yeah. with
1: you. It's not an easy. Yeah, danger. even when it's justified.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. yeah. It's still. It's still trauma. It's still when you take a life, even in self-defense. That's and yeah. it's justified. That is in itself trauma. Yes. Yeah. and and that's another thing you you you've you told us, Paul, and that understand the responsibility of this and that that if you have to use it in self-defense, that may be the consequence of it. So understand that before you decide on this is this is the responsibility I'm willing to take on. Um, and I think that you know it that's really helped us as now gun owners to be responsible and to understand the consequences. And to your point, not to react in a road rage situation unless somebody comes at you. But um, that's that's all that's been good advice for us. Um, Make
2: it the last resort, not the first. The, the the first last resort. Yeah.
0: In other words, learn how to fight. Yeah, right. <laughs> just learn how to fight just learn, learn how, how to fight, fight. Take, yeah. listen yeah. I don't know take some boxing classes I'm not sure yeah. learn how to throw hands get stronger yeah. before you pull and, that and gun out that's all I'm saying
1: here's the thing you, you know we used to fight with people we, we've said this on past shows I used to I, I didn't fight much too because I, I was a lover or I would talk myself out of situations uh, I'll make this quick I, I remember one time at a fraternity house at the University of Georgia working on my car and it was this one guy who actually was a, a law student, but he was crazy. I mean, he was a, an antagonistic, just jerk. And so we got into this argument and we're going back and forth. And, you know, I'm like, well, you come on out here. And, I'm you know, I'm just, just talking because I knew he's in the house. Right. So I'm like, and then this, this brother came up to me, and says, you know, he got a gun. And I was like, but we should all get along. Because you know, this, <laughs> exactly. this is one world. You know, we're all brothers. Right. Right. And so right. It's, it's, so my whole my whole demeanor changed like in midstream. Yeah. Um but you know just that that's a just to kind of making light of of really what is not light of what is a serious situation but that I just thought about thinking before you before you leap. It, it, yeah. is a good thing. Paul, we want to thank you for coming on. Um what's the takeaway from all of this from your perspective and and people listening right now Um, All of our listeners, what would what would be your
2: takeaway from from this? Well, being a person with strong faith and it took me some time to get to the point where which it would probably be uh, hard for some to believe that I don't I actually don't hate this young man. I mean, I was angry at first and revenge was the first thing on my mind, but hearing her in my head and knowing her as I did say that's not the way granddaddy gave me enough time to collect my thoughts and understand that he is a product of the environment that we created. I know uh, when I was working downtown, I used to walk around the park downtown and uh, you know, some people were responsible dog owners. They, and I'm not comparing the young man to a dog. Let me make that clear. But this is just to make a point. Most people were responsible dog owners. They would walk around with their dog on the leash. And if they had an aggressive dog, they would raid him in, this, that, and the other. But you always have those few that would just let them run. And if they uh, came at you, then they might holler at them. And depending on whether the dog would listen or not. Uh, Mm -hmm. You didn't have a situation. And speaking of a dog, but uh, (laughs) I came home one day after a particularly arduous day with uh, the dogs up at Lake Eola. And I told my wife, you know, I'm going to have a T-shirt made. And on the front, it's going to say, I sure would hate to shoot your dog. And in the back, it's going to say you not so much (laughs) because not the dog's fault. The dog is socialized the way that you bring it up. Well, it's the same Mm -hmm. thing with these kids that are going into the system now that are not being given any hope for the future. They are reacting to the circumstances that they are put in. It's no excuse because, as I said, everything is a choice and you can either choose to make something out of yourself and to rise above your circumstances, or you can choose to be hostile and angry with everybody because of your circumstances. Everybody's different, but we would have less gun violence. We would have less juvenile crime. We would have less shootings of our youth, of each other, if there were more opportunities for them to see a future. As a loss prevention Mm -hmm. agent, when I first moved home from Europe for Sears, I often would ask some of the young shoplifters I caught, well where do you intend? Why are you doing this? Where where why where are you going to be in 5 years? And it broke my heart to hear a lot of them say dead. They did not expect to mm-hmm. live beyond 5 years. That's a heartbreaking mm-hmm. thing to hear from someone that's 14 or 15 years old. Didn't expect to live 5 more years. Mm-hmm. And it's a yeah. symptom of the way that our society has been going because we have desensitized and disenfranchised so many people. Yeah. 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 and I think that's where it all needs to
1: start at the root of the cause. I, I, I did and I leave with this, I did hear um one person a day on a show talk about, you know, you gotta look at all the, the multifaceted Things around gun violence and almost like back in the sixties, remember when people went crazy because they were talking about cars having to have seat belts. And she was saying, or it might have been him, I can't remember, but they were saying that nobody talked about getting rid of cars because people were dying driving cars. So nobody said, Well, let's get rid of all the cars so we could stop people from dying. What they did was Let's put in a, a speed limit. Let's give seat belts, and then it now today, the main feature of a car in selling the car is this, is is safety features. So you know, she was saying that you can put in all of these other things that mitigate the issues you have with car deaths and car accidents, and that's how this whole situation needs to be looked at that there's there's so many layers that they all need to be addressed. There's the gun control part, but there's also the part what what you talked about as far as, as youth and, and youth development and, and figuring out how we better put youth on a track that gives them hope. Right. So, you know, we're gonna continue to talk about this and we wanna thank you for coming on the show. Of course you've been yes, on before. Sure. And I know you're one of our biggest fans and and unfortunately you had to come on because of this, but we want to have, definitely have you on again and, and talk about some other things as well. But I, I wanted to ask you. So y'all, y'all strong. Is that is that a 501c3 yet? Is it a nonprofit?
2: Is there a way for people to get involved and and to um, support? The paperwork is in the process now of being ratified and everything. I think uh, actually uh, we had a pretty bad storm down here this afternoon, but the board of directors was supposed to meet at the house today to draw up the uh, papers of incorporation uh, so mm-hmm. that we can okay. uh, get all of the paperwork in for the 501C. We are not waiting on that. Like I said, we're already feeding the homeless and collecting clothes for different and partnering with a number of organizations here. And uh, let me say this about uh, Maxwell Congressman Maxwell Frost. That Mm -hmm. is his approach and that is his pitch to Congress, a holistic look at the Mm -hmm. situation, not just... Take away the guns, as some people try to say, that it's about not just let everybody have one, but look at all of the, all the features that are causing this epidemic of uh, gun violence, not just here in Florida or Orlando, but the entire country. It's sweeping the country everywhere right now. Now, you're not going to stop it, like you said. Safety features were what they put in automobiles because they didn't even consider taking those off of the road. Right, And you're right. not going to in the society that we grew up in, even though they weren't used as much when we were young. Uh, and Armandi, you were uh, not even a twinkle in your mother and father's <laughs> eye back in <laughs> the, the day. Uh, we Sorry. used to throw hands, as you put it, because I used to love the fight. But
0: yeah, I believe that
2: it was it was enjoyment (laughs) to me. But look at all of the situations, uh, all of the factors that are involved in it, the mental health issue, uh, uh, how you can mitigate or, like you say, give young people hope and without common sense. Measures like that. They need to stop fighting each other in our government. I mean, it's gotten to the point where it's ridiculous. They Both, both sides look stupid now, get right now, mm-hmm. yeah. because nobody wants to compromise. Nobody wants to budge. Uh, I once said I'd never go into politics because politics is compromise and it's either wrong or it's right. But when you have both sides that are unwilling to give, you have a stalemate, and nothing's getting done, and we're losing more and more people every day because they refuse to come to the table and negotiate on common sense fixes. Right? Yeah, but I, I, you know, I think if
1: it just keeping things in the forefront, and what you're doing, and and the organization that you all are putting together in Tiana's honor, and when when things are set up, of course, we'll post everything on our website so people can support it financially and volunteer you're you're in the orlando area we just thank you so much um we've been praying for um, brandy and 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 tokyo and tk you know um and judy you know and the rest of the family because we know that this is this is still a very very difficult time and just thank you for coming on and and sharing with us and you know we're going to keep this front and center on Boomer and the Millennial, because we think that this is very important for us to kind of not just talk about it, but work through it. Absolutely. We want to hear from you as well. Go to com, Leave us a message. You can leave us even a voice message, if you like. Follow us on social media or just send us an email by going to the website. Let us know what you think, how we can address uh, this issue, whether you've been affected by gun violence. And if you have any suggestions for guests, we'd love to to hear about it. as always Armandi we do talk mm-hmm. about sports Yeah we do you know, not much going on because yeah, well the, the you know football college football's done. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, so. it's 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 back to back
0: champs. So we, we got to yeah, throw that yeah, out yeah, there yet yeah. again. I, I mean, we did have yeah. the NFL draft. I mean, right. there was that, yeah. and a lot of Bulldogs yeah. got drafted uh, to yeah. our uh, our second team, the yeah. Philadelphia Bulldogs. Yeah, Bulldogs Bulldogs North. Right, exactly. <laughs> basically, so, um, so you know, excited to see them. I mean, you know, I, yeah. I, I always like to follow Georgia players and yeah yeah that, that's um, gonna for be
1: cool you know it's just
0: yeah all the yeah, new faces Bryce you know, Young
1: you know is gonna yeah. be playing and yeah we'll, yeah, we'll see we what kinda, the
0: Falcons do but yeah I'm not holding well, my breath never do so no
1: no that's uh, they did okay they got a running back which you know not many people take a running uh, back we don't have a
0: quarterback back. that's the problem yeah, but not, well, we got we the wrong I back <laughs> so, yeah exactly we got the wrong back okay so, yeah. so we'll see so, they have a ma-
1: look they said they have a master plan yeah we don't see what that master plan is all about yeah and wins, you know and what that master
0: plan will involve me not buying tickets <laughs> to see the Falcons lose I can do that at home
1: So and they got you know the, the schedules just came out they have a Schedule because nobody wants to watch him. So we'll just follow the Bulldogs into the pros. Yeah, um, I'm interesting to see what what happens with Stetson Bennett. He's going to be why? out
0: of nowhere. He's not. He's the, but he's, he's out, not going to play. He's so. out in L.A. Right In the Rams. Yeah, at least at least he can learn from another Georgia legend, Matthew Stafford, yeah, um, who yeah. is in a uh, you know a Super Bowl champion. But yeah, uh, Stetson yeah. Bennett will be how you say riding the bench.
1: So <laughs> you uh, never know. Yeah. Stranger things have happened. Make God, it this is true. Like like Stetson
0: Bennett wouldn't get back to back <laughs> <laughs> <at> Georgia, <laughs> so <laughs> it you still funny. got you still got two hats to eat. So, <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, you're right. So, stranger things have happened. Yeah,
1: we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, you have been watching any of the uh, NBA playoffs?
0: Yeah, I've been keeping up with it. Um, yeah, you know, the too, Mavericks right? didn't make it, so yeah. I, I've been keeping up. And the Hawks yeah. are they've been out. Probably. So yeah. you know, they barely I got think, in. Yeah. I think Denver is going to beat the Suns. They they play tonight. I think that's it. You know, I think Miami's gonna beat New York. I mean, we'll yeah, see what happens. Leave. And then if Philly yeah. can pull it off tonight against Boston, you but so? we'll see. Yeah whatever happens the winner's going to come out of out of the west i think i don't i don't think miami Miami, yeah
1: i, I, you know, really I don't like think the they can really i don't know that much yeah, about yeah I, I do
0: too I, I like I've the nuggets too them, but
1: i was like eh, yeah but i don't them, know if the
0: nuggets can beat the lakers we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens i mean but i wouldn't be mad at denver winning you know i like jamal murray i like jokic so you know yeah. uh they have a lot of good players and and you know we'll we'll, we'll see what happens we'll see
1: so. Yeah, looking forward to it and actually watching it. Um, yeah, I've been watching a lot of Braves. I don't know why. Yeah, never man, listen, I'm keeping up, man. End. We but. we
0: out here, we out here cooking.
1: <laughs> we out here cooking, but man. I'm like, you know, they had a game I tonight. Heard. I don't know if they're they they, they they lost last night, but they're still in first place by like seven games. Yeah, um, we listen. Start. Now it's a
0: long season, so yeah. Yeah, it's but it's a great start. So. It's a great start. So yeah, yeah, looking
1: forward to just following them and glued to the TV. So yeah. Well I'm sure adding that,
0: that um that clock for for pitching also helps oh, speed the games helps. up. So
1: yeah, that's good. So of course what we're watching, uh well, you know, we all watch the upshaws. If you haven't yeah, watched yeah, yeah. the Upshaws, yeah it should be
0: should be watch. coming back in August. So so be on the lookout yeah. for that.
1: Yeah. And if you haven't watched it, Tune in. I, I, you know, I was uh, in physical therapy. The guy, we were just talking mm-hmm. about TV shows and he mentioned the Upshaws. And I was like, oh, you know, my sister nice. is a showrunner and creator, co-creator. And he was like, get out of town. He was so, he was so surprised. He was like, oh, I mean, I watch, I said, you got to make sure you watch every episode. He said, I watched every episode, every season. And so that uh, makes a difference. We watched everything with the Upshaws, but we want to tell you about it, obviously, because family. Yeah. Um, for me, two things. The end of the Star Trek Picard series, uh, the series finale, happened about three weeks ago, kind of reuniting the uh, Star Trek Next Generation uh, after about 30-something years, bringing them all back. They were on the old ship. I mean, it was- on the old starship enterprise d and yeah. it was just so nostalgic mean yeah, 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 yeah. all of that kind of wrapped in and, and it had a happy ending and and a little tease at the end of what may become a spinoff a series down the road so great uh, oh
0: i know you were excited about that oh man
1: yeah yeah, Q. Q came back at the end and was like, oh, man, something's going to happen. So the other thing is Secession, which yeah, is on that's HBO. Very, that everybody's, yeah, I haven't seen it, but. Yeah, your mom and I binged up until we got to the weekly release. You know, it's such a little so frustrating. Yeah. You can watch it and watch it and watch it and it's like, oh, that's it. You got to wait till yeah. next Sunday. Very interesting, very different in its dialogue, in the way it's shot. So it's a good, good series. What yeah. about you?
0: Um, well, you know, you mentioned nostalgic shows, and mm-hmm. this happens to be the 30th year anniversary of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And you oh, know how big of a go, go Power, Power Ranger Rangers. fan I once was and still <laughs> am. Um, so they did, Netflix did a little Power Rangers once and always, always and forever, once and always. One of yeah, those. It's, one a, of it's a short little, years. listen, it's it's yeah. a little movie where they bring back the old cast From Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because it's the 30th anniversary. Unfortunately, you know the guy that plays Tommy and the woman that plays Trini who was the Yellow Ranger. Tommy was the green and Mm -hmm. uh, white Ranger and would come back. Uh, He's been multiple Rangers throughout The totality of power rangers um but unfortunately they are no longer with us so they were not in it but they did like a little tribute and the other original cast members were there um zach who plays the original black ranger who i've met um working on boomerang season Mm -hmm. two uh, where he played the black ranger he had the suit and did the moves and everything i also got his autograph big deal for me um but yeah he's in it billy uh the guy that plays billy the blue ranger and the, the red and pink rangers are in it and um yeah it's just pretty good i mean it's one of those things where it's like the original but better cgi basically so if you're a fan mm. of power rangers definitely check it out it's very it's a little campy it's not that long right it's like no no, no no it's not long it's you know yeah. it's about an hour or so but it's yeah. a little campy but that's how power rangers was that's part of why we loved it right like you know so and it's interesting
1: um, that the reunion happened because you remember i was telling you I went to a, a coffee shop, really right down from where I take um, my uh, PT for my knee. And I go in there and, and I see this placard, this pictures of Power Rangers. And I'm like, that's really weird. Mm-hmm. Why would somebody have Power Ranger pictures on the, on the wall and come to find out that the owner, and I talked to her, was the stunt double for the Pink Ranger. Which is and- wild. How you know they were also young and yeah. no one even knew yeah. that this, this they this, were in their twenties. Their yeah. yeah. It was so popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it, you know, they were like on the other side of the world shooting this thing, and before you know it, you know, it's hit in the States, it becomes a big deal. Yeah. And they don't even know they're famous for a while.
0: Before. Yeah. Yeah. They it getting paid it, it like became they were getting huge. Paid yeah. And Mighty Morphin is the only rendition of the power rangers that has multiple seasons so they went from 93 to 96 actually i just learned because i've kind of been since i watched it i've been watching clips on youtube of like old episodes Mm -hmm. and and everything just soaking in the nostalgia of it all the most current uh power ranger season Uh, or rendition they they've done it's been that for the past three years so they are i think this coming year will be the only other one besides mighty Morphin that has been gone on for more than a year so that's pretty cool oh
1: that's great that's great anything
0: else um yeah this collectible show uh on netflix as well um where they follow sort of this agency Uh, by Ken Golding, who they, you know, they auction off and consign rare, rare expensive items. And I mean, some of the things that they auction off and sell to people and, and everything is crazy trading cards that are Worth millions of dollars and you know, sports trading cards, Yu Gi Oh cards, Pokemon cards. Uh, they had one guy who had um, every Mac or Apple model from 76 when it started to like 05 in like the original boxes and like oh wow, I mean, stuff like that. This one guy that had Messi's uh, Lionel Messi's jersey from the 2017 El Classico. Mm-hmm. um match where he held or is it tw- either 2017 2019 he took it took off his jersey held it up and everything and it was it was crazy and the guy who owns the jersey um who collects like soccer memorabilia he was able mm-hmm. to sell it for, or sell it through Ken golden's a company uh, for like a million dollars or something like that or close oh, wow. to a million. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. So, wow. Uh, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It shows how broke I am and um, yeah, how much certain pieces of cardboard are worth. So that's, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I, have a, I have a
1: collectible, you know, I have a baseball that was signed by the great, uh, hall of famer in both the baseball hall of fame and the Negro league hall of fame, uh, mm. Buck O'Neill. Really? And, uh, yeah, he actually signed the baseball. You were with me. You were like three or four. And he was on a radio show I was producing. I had to pick him up and and take him to the studio. And he signed it. And we didn't have a sharpie. We had uh, just a like an ink pen. And okay. he signed a baseball for you and gave it to you. And I took it from you because it was a collectible. Uh-huh. And you got it from me, didn't you? So yeah, I did don't have that ball anymore. Oh, do I? Uh, no you, you forgot that you know you kind of said oh it's my baseball there's some writing on it but hey we need a baseball to play baseball so we're going to take it outside and we're going to play with it and yeah uh,
0: we uh yeah that's that's my bad uh, yeah you know what i'm saying i'll take the l for bit. that one because we could have been rich uh, <laughs> we could have been rich so let me tell you uh, we, we passed were... away
1: some years ago and... yeah yeah, that yeah was, well, uh, that's on me but, that's on me but you had fun you and your buddies playing yeah yeah uh, we sure did. Ex- that was great. That was, I mean, baseball. yeah, <laughs> that
0: was, you know, the best baseball I think I've ever played. So that was great.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, so much for the collectibles. But, um, real quickly, because I know we, you know, this is a little longer show because we had an interview and everything, but it's cool. You know, we're going to do more interviews because, you know, we know y'all want to hear other people than just us. Even yeah. we're pretty you know. good at what we do. You've got a book. I'm not even going to tell you the book. I'm still reading the same book I was reading last yeah. episode.
0: Gotcha, and I'll probably
1: be reading it again the next episode. So, so anyway, no. it's a big, big book. But you have a new book? Um, yeah, it's
0: called The Road Back to You. I I don't have it on me, so I, I can't remember who it's by. But it's a book about the Enneagram, which is basically sort of like Myers-Briggs, if you know that. It, it's sort
1: of a personality um,
0: kind of? Yeah, you know? it's everyone. It, it's numbered one through nine. And uh, each number is given a, um, a name and that sort of thing. And it's sort of like everyone sort of falls into one of these nine categories and it's like, like a personality sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It's uh, what motivates you when it comes to making decisions subconsciously, consciously. Um, and it's just a great way for you to just sort of learn about yourself and learn about other people, how they operate and, uh, everything. So I'm learning a lot. Um, I'm number nine, which is the peacemaker. We like to avoid conflict a lot. So the book really like humbles you because it's sort of mm-hmm. like, Hey, these are the bad things about your number, right? These are sort right, of, right. um, what your unhealthy number does, and, you know, moderately healthy. And also how, a how a healthy nine, uh, in my case would act and do some of these things. So it's just, it's a form of like correction, I think. And, you know, it allows me to sort of think about certain things that I've done that I may not even have realized throughout my life and mm-hmm. the way I make decisions and the way I, you know, my motivations work and that sort of thing. So it's it's just good. Look up the Enneagram and you'll learn a lot, even if you don't read the book. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's just it's just really interesting. And you, you know, you could take a quiz to kind of find out what your number is and that sort of thing. So Okay.
1: That sounds interesting maybe we can put it on the website at some point yeah I just don't or, remember who it's yeah.
0: by but it's really great it's it's um it's a really good book so Okay. And now you have time to
1: read it because,
0: you know. Yeah, I got a little bit more time sorry. on my hands. Sorry.
1: sorry to bring that up at the end of the it's show. It's okay. But, you know, listen,
0: as as many hours as I work in the film industry, it's nice to have a little break sometimes. So.
1: Yeah. Well, this is true because normally you do have a little break around this time anyway. I mean, you know, get into give, the or, give
0: or take. Yeah, it yeah, depends. I mean, you but you
1: worked on movies over the summer, like one off kind of situations. And then.
0: Yeah. And then yeah, the like little summer jobs. Yeah. The
1: fall. Yeah. And it we yeah. you all the way to March, yeah. April. Yeah. Absolutely. Been,
0: You're right. You're right. That's been kind of the, that's been kind of the thing. The and, MO. And, yeah. Yeah. This yeah, is so, just the way that it's been working. So,
1: yeah. Well, maybe we'll have more time to, to do the show because yeah. you know we've got our, we've got our fans. We want to, um, as we close out, We want to remind you to go to boomer and the millennial.com. Um, we also want to remind you to, uh, like us and wherever you get your podcast from, you can subscribe, Click the button and it'll let you know when like the new episodes drop, because we do have our money. Some people out there that, that really look forward to our show. Um, I want to give a shout out to Jim. Jim's out of Maryland. And Jim said, it occurred to me that it's been a while since I caught the latest boomer and millennial podcast. So I went to listen and, and did and but I was very sad to read about your family's tragic news. I shared it with my co workers here, Laura, Mike, and I are keeping you in our thoughts. So thank you, Jim. Thanks, Jim, uh, out of Maryland for for being uh, shout hello. out to Jim. Yes, yeah, shout out to Jim. Okay. We had another one here that that uh, left a review. Oh, shoot! I didn't know we had fan mail out here. Yeah, this man. is cool, yeah. Pace, yeah. Like, okay, yeah. let me go ahead. So it, it you know. Please let us know, give us ideas, you know, reach out to us, you know, because this is cool. It says, it says, now, you know, the exchanges are so easy and fresh that you hardly can tell the age difference between the two of them. Well, that's good.
0: Yeah, well, Uh, I mean, that's, (laughs) uh, you're also my father, so, (laughs) I mean, they they let, they let you know
1: that it does not really matter if you just, it doesn't really matter if you just try to understand the other person's point of view. And if not, let them uh, be them. Then it says, perhaps the person says, perhaps let is not the word, the right word, because people can't be changed by you. They can only change themselves if they want to. Love okay. the podcast and the players. Keep
0: it up. So okay, okay. Wait, who's that you. from? Uh, I don't have a on the
1: website. I did anonymous. Didn't okay, yeah. well shout out to yeah, the yeah, bars
0: yeah. that you gave yeah. us. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Thank you so much. Maybe we should get you Jim. reveal who you are. Maybe we I get know. you on the I podcast. Know. I know. All right, we have to
1: send Jim a mug. Oh yeah! For, no, we got it.
0: Know. Listen, and yeah. we have mugs,
1: people. Yes, yes, we do. We have we have swag. To yeah, to all of our loyal uh, listeners, and right. we do want to encourage gym. you to share um, the uh, the link to the podcast with all of your friends and family. We've got other interviews coming up. And now that we got this new platform, man, we can just do this. Yeah, it'll be a
0: lot. It'll low key be a yeah. lot easier. I don't have to come over there. I can kind of just do it. from. That's true. Even
1: when over you're here. Down. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to so. set up a lot of stuff. And yeah. You know, I like this new technology. It sounds great. Good. Good. And I love this new platform called Riverside. For those of you get Riverside. Okay. A shout hey, out. Maybe listen, we're not
0: we, this is not <laughs> a sponsorship. So let's uh, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, maybe they give us a couple of free months. Um, uh, yeah,
0: well, until they do, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> all right. We'll right. edit that out. now. I'm just kidding. No, nah, uh, th- right. <laughs> Thanks to uh Uncle Paul for... Joining us on this edition, and uh, we are definitely keeping the entire family in prayer. We thank you for all the prayers and support, too, yeah. like uh, Jim and others. So, we, we really feel that. So, again, it's an opportunity for you. I can see you wrapping me up. I know. Yeah, it's sorry, I, haven't thing, eaten,
0: I have not eaten all day. Yeah, so, well, you know, which is partially on me, but that's, I mean, I'm a millennial. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I get it. And and I'm a boomer, so I just don't know when to say goodbye, but because it's 9.15 here. Yeah. So, yeah you know, you're still six o'clock.
0: So,
1: yeah. uh, so, I need to go ahead so I can go to bed. But again, reach out to us. Um, leave us an email Reggie at Boomer and the Millennial. I think it's Armandy at Boomer and the Millennial. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. And uh, follow us on social media. Oh, no. Yeah. No,
0: I'm, yeah, yeah well, I'm, okay. Yeah. Listen, guys. Okay. I'm. Um, you got I'm time get to get now. it. Yeah, you I got some time. time. I got yeah. some time. I'm gonna get Put it that on your list. Put that
1: on your strike hiatus list. Okay. Yeah. So next time we come back, we're going to have that set up, right? I'm going to check with you beforehand. Make sure.
0: Yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's probably a good idea. So thank you, Dangerfield Newbies, for our music. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for clicking on that. And thank you for sharing as well. We don't do this for the money, obviously, because we don't get paid yet. Maybe one day.
0: Yeah, but it'd be nice it. to, to yeah. be honest. So keep yeah. sharing it so yeah. we can.
1: Yeah, through uh, Year three. Um, so we're going to continue to plug through it, folks. Just stay, st- stick with us. We're trying to get more consistent. We appreciate the feedback. It makes us uh, know that you're listening and you enjoy it. So um, until next time, I am Reggie the Boomer.
0: And I'm Armandi, the Millennial.
1: Finally, we're out. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>